Hello everyone, um, welcome back to Maybe It's Better Off Blank. A um, few things, I want to apologize for my promises that I may have broke. Um, I've been out of commission just for a bit, um, kind of been down and out, um, another little bit of emotional break, um, but I'm doing better now, and I'm here, and I'm with, as promised, someone I'm planning on interviewing today. So don't mind me if I seem a little nervous. Um, in any case, as I will say, I have another friend with me. Um, she is awesome in many ways, oh, and I appreciate you. her as a really good friend of mine. Um, but she needs no introduction if you knew her. But everyone, give it up for Alicia. Woo! I'll clap Woo. for myself. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> How are you? I am doing amazing. I am, uh, as you probably know, uh, in like hour 14 of a very, very busy day. So I appreciate you being on time and uh, giving me this opportunity for a break. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, you're contributing to my sanity today. <laughs> I, do, I do what I can. <laughs> yes. um, so, yeah, let's let's break it down. What what, what, do, what do you need me to, to answer? You have questions? What are we, what are we doing today? Um, well, essentially, uh, we're just going to talk, really. Cool. <laughs> I, I talk good. Yeah, I mean, I talk <laughs> I okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Just like I know you, you know me. Mm -hmm. I guess essentially, it's a way that everyone here family. can, yeah, mm -hmm. can get to know each other better. Okay. In a certain sense. In um, my bedroom. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, I'm not in my bedroom this time. We're not in the studio. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Welcome to my dual monitor. Yeah. And I, you know, I am. I, I actually work on a, a full team, and right now they're on hold with me. So I'm, oh. I'm currently on a camera. Oh as yeah. Well. So, so we're live. We technically. Are live <laughs> in all ways, shape, or forms. So essentially, I'll break it down for you. My podcast is about mental health. Okay. Um, awesome. Art. I have those things. Yeah. Mental and health. The artistic process. Okay. And life itself. That's awesome. I can help with both those things. Oh, yeah. So we have a wide wide spectrum. Mm -hmm. Essentially, like, I usually am, like, pretty on the spot with my scripts. Okay. Or really, like, we can talk about anything. Okay. Um, I mean, let's dive right into it. All right. So, Alicia, mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, my name's Alicia. Yeah. I right. know you. I know you. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, since our topic's more on mental health, artistic process, and life itself, I can kind of go through each category and give you kind of my take on it. That would be beautiful. I definitely deal with mental illness. It's one of the many superhero superpowers that I have. Okay. Um, I have uh, ADHD. Um, you can probably classify a, a mild form of Asperger's in there. Um, obviously, anxiety and depression, but we're a millennial, and so that's just, you right. know. Apparently, everyone <laughs> has anxiety and depression <laughs> and OCD. <laughs> yeah, I'm just a little anal, you know. Right. Um, but uh, for me, personally, I find that my anxiety and my depression are married. Um, one uh, goes one way and it kind of drags the other one in that direction too. So whenever one is being threatened or one is being interacted with or one is being treated, it usually helps the whole like sphere of my mental illness spectrum. Yeah. Um, as far as the artistic process, 
I always find myself more artistically inclined when I'm having a mental illness caveat or breakdown or whatever you want to call it because one of the ways that I express myself is through art and if I have nothing to express then there's no no, no reason to express you're, you know you're a blank slate exactly blank so I'm not, I don't want to try to like push happiness as a blank slate because we all want to seek that out and that's like one of the pinnacles of our goals in our life but when I am not happy I have more to can I swear on this? Yeah, no, yeah. I have, we're, we're I have more to bet about. <laughs> we're we're, <laughs> we're open minded. Um, that you know, we're yeah. Uh-huh. Is there's a lot going on with it? Well, I, I like what the fuck is this? You know, yeah. like, I'm like what is it? What is it? You know, pointing at all the shit in my life, and uh, the best way to do that is through some sort of art. Uh, personally, because that is the one way that I can be constructive, not deconstruct, destructive, and um, not cause any pain or harm to anyone else. Because if I'm doing it, especially in an abstract form, I can express myself and feel that relief of expression without it being directly pointed at a person that they now to need to like ab- absorb that blame or that pain that I'm feeling. You know, that's beautiful. In addition to that. I find a lot more people relate to the art in their own relatable sense. They don't always have to interact with that art in the way that I'm interacting with it. So it gives us more of a multifaceted way to stimuli or stimulate, stimulate yeah. our <laughs> stimulation. <laughs> um, sim- stimulate our like emotional intelligence. Um, because of the way we perceive it is going to be a little different than each person. So that is that answer. And then as far as life itself, I am a mom. And I find that that title, that label, that identity supersedes whatever I am on my own. Um, And I find that a lot of parents probably, I would say, agree with me. And that is like your motherhood or your parenthood kind of defines you in a way because a piece of you is now walking around and getting into stuff and dumping shit all over the place. Um, And their success is directly tied in with your success at giving them the tools to be successful. So I find that I'm very, very related. Like, um... It, my my feeling of self-worth is contingent on whether or not I find that they are being successful in their in their development. Mm-hmm. And I do, however, think that that might be an incorrect way of seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it is a physical and emotional connection. Because uh-huh. I'm not going to be that parent, and I don't want to be that parent of, like, succeed! Yeah, like, because I, I want I, you I to do everything! <laughs> Like, you have to be an astronaut because I was never one and yeah. I just wanted to be. Um, I really just want to have a bunch of, like, kick-ass kids who, if their very, very best is being done, then that is what will make me the most happy. That will make me the best at being my, uh, like, m- motherhood. And um, making sure they feel loved, making sure they understand their full potential and how to gain it. And um, giving them tools to express themselves so they feel heard and they feel informed. That's awesome. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, they are their own people. And I know this is terrifying to say that even if I want to be a cool mom, 
there's a lot about parenthood that just wants to put their kid in a bubble. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, go ahead, eat dirt. I'm like, no, yeah. don't eat dirt. I want yeah. you to be in your room. I want you to do nothing. I want you to nap at all times. Well, get a 4.0 and Harvard, but not leave the house. <laughs> um, I was talking to my coworker about kids today, and it's like, you know, he's like, do you want kids? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, honestly, like, you know, I'm not exactly seeing anyone right now i don't often usually see anyone i'm not the kind of guy to i'm not the go-getter mm-hmm. you know and he's like i think that you know you want kids i said like honestly as my my decision right now or at least like my way of thinking is if i was with someone mm-hmm. and they wanted kids i'd be okay with having kids mm-hmm. but if they didn't want kids then i mean i'd be okay with not having kids can i like state make a statement here yes you may you have a very very valid perspective of like not knowing if you want kids or not and i want you to kind of marinate i know this is probably a conversation we've had in the past probably heard me say this before (laughs) i want you to marinate in the privilege that you have as a male to have no answer right because if i said the same thing single female 30 something year old person and i didn't have any children yet and i said I don't want kids. Everyone, including my doctor, would tell me that I didn't know what I was talking about. Yeah. And that's not cool. That's not cool, right? And to speak a little bit further to, like, the artistic process. Like, there are ways where you can gain children, family, that same feeling that I'm feeling with my tiny children. Where, like, little creations of flesh that I brought about and now am responsible for. (laughs) (laughs) You can find other ways to input your value, your identity, and your belief system into another person and and um, gain that same connection. And I think that people really take that for granted, honestly. They just, they don't realize that the people around them, your friends, your family, that they can take responsibility for them and say, look, it is my job to make sure you feel loved and informed yeah. And taken care of and developed. And that's a good feeling. Yeah. Just because you're an adult doesn't mean that I can just, like, let you eat dirt all the time. Like, yeah, I know. You I know mean, what I mean? I dirt, sometimes dirt tastes good, though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, I was not the dirt-eating kid. I <laughs> ate Play-Doh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> once. It was only once. It was, it was like a little piece. <laughs> no, we all ate Play-Doh. Yeah. It was salty as well. Yeah, it, it, it was like, oh my god, it was unbelievably salty. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that everyone needs to take on a little bit more responsibility for the people around them. You know, just because we are both careening at light force in a direction of death doesn't mean that we don't have a responsibility to like, keep each other in line. And, exactly. You know. Tell a lot of my friends, it's like, you don't have to live fast and die young, you know, being a punk. Like, it's just like, you know, you can live fast, but, mm-hmm. you know, like, enjoy the time that you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So, what are the questions that you usually ask people when we do this sort of thing? I know um, I'm number two. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I'm still getting the hang of this, but I usually talk about current events, thoughts and feelings. Okay. You know about those sorts of things Mm -hmm. just you know we could go on about whatever we want okay you know it's it's an it's a blank canvas that we get to fill on our own you and me okay we usually have pretty interesting conversations as we do no so i'm actually really happy to be here oh 
Well, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm always very happy for you to be here, too. Oh, well, thank you. Yes. Um, I think... I was going to mention, actually. Yeah. One thing I'd like to bring up is the painting you did for me. Hmm. I like often... I have it in my room now. It was in my living room. Think about putting it back in my living room. You know, like what? So I one of the coolest things about that painting that I love the most is that like you asked me for my birthday what I want. I said, you know, it'd be really cool if you did a painting for me, and I didn't expect you to do one so big. But I thought that was mm-hmm. the coolest of you. I still thought what was interesting about the painting was that you. You asked me what you wanted to be about. And then I remember telling you like what it is you see in me and like you're, I guess what I'm going on about is like what I, you know, with your process and everything is like with the emotions and like, you know, my process, like how my brain tinkers, you know, and how like everything like I've given to you mm-hmm. essentially is like what you threw in there. And I thought that was the coolest. Yeah. You know, and I like I appreciate your perception of me and that how it was like I always get sidetracked sometimes by some of the people that like I don't always interact with, but like they just see, you know, inside you and like, mm-hmm. you know, kinda like every once in a while I just get a knack to be like, you know, like what do you think of me? Like what do you see in me? You know, and then it's mm-hmm. like I get the full spectrum. Of something I did not expect, and I right. think it's it's insane. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, I definitely feel like I have a, a unique perspective because of where my brain is, too. I yeah. mean, I, like, um, I, I tell this to a lot of people, but people don't really take it, f- they don't take me, f- they don't believe me, that's the word. People <laughs> believe You're a liar. <laughs> because I consider myself... A high-functioning person who's dealing with Asperger's and all these other things. There's a lot that I cannot do every day. Yeah. My brain absorbs everything that's around me. So the point where I don't have the functionality and the productivity that I really wish I had (laughs) with the amount of information that I have, you know? Because if I could do something with everything that I know... I mean, I no one would stop me. No one would ever yeah. be able to stop me. I'd be on top of the world, you know? You're still pretty unstoppable, though. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I feel like I stop myself a lot of times. But yeah. people, I've sp- I spent so much time without people in my life, having grown up in a cult, yeah. um, that there's a value in people. The nuances, the so many layers that a person has that I am so hyper-focused. I study them. Um, I think my dad used this analogy or maybe it was like a talk show host or something. Some father figure, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is like you're supposed to study your spouse as if you're getting a high school diploma. And then once you gain that diploma, you get a college degree. <laughs> oh, well, so <laughs> you're just making me feel too special. <laughs> so I don't just do that to the people that I am married to or really have a relationship to, but I do that with my friends yeah. because I'm, I want a college degree in every single one of my relationships. And it's a, it's a little bit more of a technical way to approach relationships, but it is something that I do. Um, because that is how 
I think that's how I relate to people and that's how I really wish to be known. You know, I wish somebody knew me like that and wanted to do the amount of work that I do to get my master's degree and my two degree, my two bachelor's degrees and my associate's degree. I want somebody to apply that amount of time, space, effort, um, wherewithal, money, all that sort of stuff towards me, you know? Um, and so because I practice what I preach and because I think that that's important, I get that information. However, it also is, you know, not to say it backfires, but it, I definitely know more than I should sometimes too, yeah. where I know how to hurt somebody. I know how to cut to the marrow, um, and be as sharp and as painful as possible. Try really hard not to bring that part of me into the picture. Um, but it's definitely possible when you do apply yourself like that to a person. Well, sometimes you can't take no shit. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And it might just be good to have that, you yeah. know, you, okay. you never know. It's the, there's like endless capabilities of many things. Like I think my grand philosophy that I tell people that I've been bringing it up often lately is like the process is a process and a process. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, oftentimes many things that we do is a process and that once you get through that, like everything kind of goes about until like you get on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, interesting enough, like, you know, to your concept and like mine, like I get where you're coming from. Like when you got to study people, cause like, I know people watching is kind of like a thing for people at times. And I was talking about it to, I think about it like to myself really like in maintenance, mm-hmm. you know, I like I can fix a lot of things, you know, but at the end of the day, there's still things like with myself that like oftentimes like I don't know how to fix, mm-hmm. you know, and so <laughs> I just, I'll be working on a washer or refrigerator or sink or faucet or something. And I just have to stop and laugh at myself because I'm like, do I, do I understand machinery and just inanimate objects better than i do people (laughs) i'm like oh (laughs) Mm -hmm. but that's like my way of thinking essentially like when i meet someone it's like in my mind like i'm taking them apart and i'm breaking them down only Mm -hmm. to put them back together but like i'm not my ultimate goal is i'm not trying to fix you you know but like i'm like this just let's see you as you are yeah like i'm trying to take away everything like your defenses like no don't give me that you know, I don't, I want to, I like, I want to know about people's humor, but like, I don't want to know your defensive humor. I want to know where your actual humor stems from. I want to know like what's mm-hmm. your favorite type of ice cream stuff like that, you know? All right. So to get right into it, let's, um, let's jump right in. Okay. What do you think? Um, I bring to the table that you're not going to find from anyone else. What surprises you? First thing I would think of is how is what's the word I'm thinking of? You're spontaneous. Am I really? Yeah. I feel like I'm the least spontaneous person in the world. Well, maybe I don't know. As of like, <laughs> I guess I'm acting really well. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe not as lately, mm-hmm. but like you know, when I first met you, uh-huh. I was talking about today. Like I, you know, I last time I was with you, I right. brought up Lansing. I mm-hmm. said, but I told Devon, I said, you know, I was telling him a little bit about you, you know, because I was just like, I'm excited to get this going, mm-hmm. do this interview. 
But essentially, like, I remember I get off work, I go home, and, like, someone knocks. There's a knock. So no one's knocking at my door. I have no idea who it is. And then I open the door, and it's you, and you're like, hey. And I'm like, how's it going? You're like, pretty good. You're like, it's your birthday. I'm like, yes, it is. And you're like, let's go. I'm like, where are we going? And you said, I'm going to kidnap you. (laughs) And I thought that was the coolest. Because, like, I expect, you know, certain gestures out of most people I know. Mm But, like, there are just times when, like, it's it's kind of just a thing, mm-hmm. you know? Like, everyone's like, yep, it's your birthday. Go on Facebook, post a status, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, that was a really cool gesture. Out of everything mm-hmm. that we did that day, I was like, I was, I'm still kind of talking about it to people. Yeah. I'm like, it was really, I just repost, I re-put my cover photo on Facebook, actually, as a picture. I saw that. I was yeah. like, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. I think that rather than being a moment of spontaneity, because it definitely felt spontaneous to you as the recipient of a kidnapping. (laughs) um, I think that that spoke more to my thoughtfulness. Yeah. Because I knew I wanted to experience this thing with somebody and I knew the person that I wanted to experience this thing with. So it it wasn't just I knew what you liked and we went and did something you liked, yeah. but I was like, this is going to be a scenario in which we both com- connected to this and we would have a meaningful moment that we'd both enjoy oh, yeah. and, and have the same feeling of, uh, comfort and, um, excitement and, and, and novel, yeah. you know, story, <laughs> that sort of thing. Oh yeah. Like, like even then, like, there's that one, or just generally, you know, like, if I just disappear for a while, or if I was having a depressive episode, like, you ultimately may have not known, but, like, you'd still just pop up, and you're like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, how are you? And, like, I've dealt with my people normally that would, like, take advantage of me and mm-hmm. use me, and, like, you're just, like, one of the, you know, many people among that friends group at the time, and still, that would just be, like, you know, I haven't heard from you a while, you know, you doing okay? Mm-hmm. And, like, I love that, you know? But, like, you would also just show up, you know, at my door, like, hey, where the hell have you been? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, like, that's, like, out of, like, you know, not call, not calling out anyone, but, like, that was just, you know, that was, like, your signature mark to me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you're, like, Jason has, like, not been around, and you're, like, show up at my door. Mm-hmm. Um. So, in our relationship, mostly our friendship has been, what, six, seven, six years or so? Yeah. Long. Now, there has been some spots in our relationship where there has been pretty dark. Not yeah. dark as in bad or, like, angry or evil, but dark as in, like, we haven't talked for a long time. Oh, yeah. And I've been very clear on where some of those times were um, at a, a fault of yours or a fault of mine um, that either I took responsibility or I gave responsibility to you. Where do you feel like... Um, do you feel like those are justified? What do you? What are your experiences in that time frame? Because I know a lot of friends don't go through that process to like excavate. It's it's like a relationship, right? They don't like go back and say what happened here and why. What can we make this better? How can we not get to this point again? Oh, yeah. But um, because it isn't a relationship, we don't feel invested in it as much. But in reality, it's more of an investment in oh, my yeah. perspective. So. Where do you think that we went wrong? Where do you th- what do you think the problem was and then how can we not get there again? Well, 
like just to start like you've always been pretty clear cut and dry Mm-hmm. about how you feel and i appreciate that you're very straightforward mm-hmm. and that's like there's all no I've, guessing yeah no that's all i usually want out of a friend you know I'm like just be honest just if there's something going on just tell me and like mm-hmm. i remember i remember a time i was when i was still substitute janitor mm-hmm. i was at a job and i was just like waiting for the kids to get out so i could start you know mm-hmm. my um uh, just cleaning. I, uh-huh. I'm trying. To, I was thinking, thinking something else. Um, and you had messaged me on Facebook. We're fighting now, uh-huh. and I had no idea what was going on. It was like million. My my mind and my heart was like going a million miles an hour. Like what I do, like you know, and like I kept trying to get a hold of you, and like you just at one point were kind of talking. You're being a little cryptic, but like you just pretty much were like you should know. Uh-huh. And I was like, I appreciate both. You know, just you. Coming, like, you just want to get straight to the point, mm-hmm. just nip it in the bud, just mm-hmm. to get out of the way. And, like, I both appreciate the honesty and the trust. Where the problem... ghosting somebody. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And where the problem lies, like, I would say my issue is that I don't often... I'm very not often the person who will text you first. Or even if I don't hear from you for a long while, I won't. You know, get, yeah. it takes me forever in a day to eventually be like, I wonder how they're doing. Right. I mean, like, I can't tell people often enough. Like, or, I mean, I can. I can mm. tell people often enough. Um, like my buddy Tristan, who will call me more times than I call him. And I tell mm. him, I'll have these moments where it's like, literally. And I know it's it's for anyone to believe in it. But it's just one of those things where it's like, I often will think of some people like, very hard that day mm-hmm. and like on a whim like the moment where i'm like i'm really just like purely in thought about just that one person it's like mm-hmm. boom and they call me yeah and like i like many references to it and shows and whatnot but like i feel like it's almost friendship telepathy mm-hmm. i'm like i just i'm like i want you to know i'm thinking about you mm-hmm. <laughs> like i do think about you more often than you realize and mm-hmm. it's one thing to say but it's another thing to do it and yeah that's my thing is like, I think, or at least I know in my heart and in my mind, I can be better about getting hold of people more often than that, you know, they usually get a hold yeah. of me. So it isn't, and I'm going to, I'm going to be very blunt here. Okay. Um, and I think this is useful to whoever is in a friendship, but specifically our friendship. I was never hurt by you by not reaching out or not responding back or anything like that that was never because in reality when you're looking at that that's not a moral decision you know me reaching out to you and you not reaching back out to me yeah that's uncomfortable maybe it pisses a person off but in reality it's not an evil thing it's it's gonna pass correct it's not something that's that's bad it's some you know you can still be a good person and and not follow through right unreliability is also not a moral thing Mm. right yeah it's not something where you're like Everyone's dealing with a lot of life. There are a lot of times when I am not on time, that I am minutes or hours or millions of years late. I'm probably going to be late to half of the appointments that I set today. And in reality, that is not a bad or morally evil thing. None of the things that cause me pain in our relationship were evil or bad or things that you have to apologize for. None of them. Okay. So don't take that on as something that you have to now apologize for something. Yeah. The words, <laughs> I'm sorry, should never come out of your mouth. 
Okay, and I'm expecting them not to come out, so I'll eat them like. <laughs> yeah, well, you know me. It's like I'm like. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> no, the thing that causes me the most pain is when you acknowledge that you are unhappy with your circumstances. Yeah. And yet you continue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what? We were just. I was just talking about this at work too. I was like, like you, you are upset about the things that you are dealing with. And yet, and you have the full power of changing that, and yet you choose not to. And then you want to continue to deny either the control you have to make the choices or deny yourself the possibility of better opportunity. Your potential is literally millions fold beyond where you are right now, and yet you are totally content with being in pain. You know, and it's it's a vicious cycle. I hate to say it because it's both Mm -hmm. like it's literally something I'm used to, Mm -hmm. you know, like and there are times with like, you know, with people where it's like they're a huge red flag Mm -hmm. and like me personally growing up with the way I did, like I never had like the honest sensibility to often know that this person is just not good news Mm -hmm. until like way later. And like now I'm better about it. Like, I still think that, you know, I could be more better about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. I, I, it's not, it's not even that it's somebody's a bad news or you're hanging around the wrong crowd or anything. Cause you're a grown man. Like, nobody's bad. No one's bad yeah. influence. <laughs> you just gonna stand your own fucking feet. Somebody stands in front of you and sm- snort some cocaine. You're going to be like, No. Yeah. Or yes, yeah. and that's your decision, but, yeah. right? It's not it, like nobody came in, grabbed your face, right. dragged it into some yeah. cocaine, <laughs> and, and now you're in the wrong crowd. Oh no, no what have I done? Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, like you're gonna be tried as an adult. You do some 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 shitty thing. No one's gonna be like, okay, so what crowd did you hang out with that yeah. caused you to murder this dude? Like yeah. <laughs> nobody cares. Okay, you're not a child. Um, the big thing is that you have. Like, literally, infinite amount of potential. And almost everything that you touch can be golden. And yet you are satisfied. You allow yourself to be satisfied with everything subpar. And me, personally, I, with my hyperactive personality, I was <laughs> I like, I want to fix you. it! <laughs> yeah. Yes! Yeah, like... <laughs> Do more! And I can't, because you are a grown-ass man. Probably yeah. you've got, like probably more grown ass than some of the people that we know right so in that case like because i can't fix it because i have no ability to better your life i feel like at this point i am enabling you to i can't enable you i'm not i'm not allowed to in my in my perspective i can't better you because anything that i would give you would be just more like you know what to do. Do it. Like, you know, yeah. what else do you want from me? I'm not going to be here, sitting here waiting for you to vent more about the same thing we talked about last time. You yeah. know? If it's new information, that's great. But the same thing you, we, went, we went through last time, I think you've heard this from me. I'm like, we've had this conversation before. You know yeah. what my answer is. I'm not going to say anything different. You're not expecting anything different. I'm not going to say anything different. You already know what to do. We've had this conversation. Let's not yeah. have it again. You know? Um, and I think... That friendships are meant to better each other. And if you're not letting me do that, we're not in a friendship. We're in some sort of 
sick mental game in which we both sit in a cell of pain and destruction and you cry and I cry but we don't leave pain you know yeah, we're not playing chess we're just throwing the pieces at each other <laughs> exactly <laughs> listen no you listen <laughs> now there are, are moments where that you know cell of pain destruction venting you know talking about what we're dealing with is beneficial and there are times when we can sit there do nothing and validate our pain and not have to fix anything but it can't be every single time and it can't be every single year and it can't be all the time you know like forever so i think the biggest reasons why we spent that time frame not talking is because it was more of the same and not enough development growth or or bettering each other and at that point we're tearing each other down that makes sense you know um because there's nothing that's standing still it's either growing or destroying and and i didn't want to be in a spot where we were tearing each other down um and I and I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And I definitely acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. But I still, you know, appreciate you for always being that person. Yeah. You know, because it's like, you know, like, with this year alone, with COVID and everything, mm-hmm. like, I've been telling everyone how it's like, I'm very social. Like, one of my friends acknowledged to me how she's like, Jason, the way you recharge your batteries is by interacting with other people. And mm-hmm. she goes, what what had scared me is, like, even though we didn't talk, she's like, I did have a fear that when thinking about you, you know, she was, like, being stuck. She's like, I wasn't sure what you were going to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, at first, like, because I don't watch the news. Like, everyone knows this. Like, it's, well, I try to, I try to pay more attention to the news as of lately, mm-hmm. you know. Especially with the, with, election coming up. with the election coming up as well. Mm-hmm. But like, I didn't know, I think I told this before on the podcast, but like, I didn't know when COVID was coming around. So when Ryan brought it up to me, mm-hmm. I came home and he was like, yeah, like, we might be locked down, locked down. And I'm like, oh, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, what am I going to do? But like, and I was one of the many people that was like, oh God, like, mm-hmm. oh, this is going to suck. And then I was like, this is actually great. Like mm-hmm. being just kind of like. All right, this I like. I have like everyone's like you have an excuse to stay home, Jay. Like no one's anyone that you know you at the time was like, you know, constantly had me come around just for the conveniency of them. Like mm-hmm. can't do it. Like sorry, got COVID, and it like opened up my mind to a whole perspective of like things everyone was saying, and I was like, ah, like it just all hit me, and I'm like, I'm it sorry. Gave you the opportunity to, to be intentional with the people you're talking to. If if me hanging out with you was worth my time, you and I will keep other extraneous people out, and like we're intentionally making uh, a situation where your um, adherence and compliance to our agreement could potentially affect our livelihood. Like, I have kids, right? So if you decide to be reckless with your parameters of health and you bring it into my home, you're not just affecting me, you're affecting my entire family, Yeah. you know? And so you have to be intentional. Like, I'm intentionally making decisions if you are autoimmune compromised or if you're dealing with other things or if you're a front frontline worker. Like, I have to intentionally do something in order to hang out with you. Yeah. You know, I have to make something, a conscious effort to make my entire life a certain way in order to accommodate you. 
And that is what I was talking about before about studying your fam your friends like college degrees, you know. If you care about someone, if you care about your degree, if yeah. you're going to go to college, you're going to be doing a lot of stuff in order to accommodate that college degree, you know? You and you did a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um and it takes a lot of time, effort, uh application, um studying, um talking to other people who know that person uh or that or know that field of of subject, writing papers, doing like doing extra dissertations and act extricating new knowledge novel ideas on the subject doing research doing so if you're doing all of those things for a college degree and you just translate that or transfer that into a relationship with a person then obviously that one person or whoever you're doing that with is worth your time and it's worth your intentional decision on doing it so our friendships aren't accidents right yeah an accidental inter interaction is an acquaintance but friend means so much more and that is why i put that added pressure on friendship the definition yeah. of friendship so i'm gonna warn you ahead of time my children are going to be small and adorable but they are going to come in and scream yeah it's all good <laughs> <laughs> um yeah we got like we can go on for however much longer we got about um it goes up till about like a whole hour really so mm -hmm. I just brought Jason and he's in his high chair. Okay. He's still asleep. Is he? Last I checked. Okay. That's awesome. Well, leave him, leave him as is then. Okay. Okay. Cool. You can edit that out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, what's next? Um, I was not, see, that's the thing I'm fully prepared. <laughs> Um, who are you voting for? I am unfortunately feeling a little bit more pigeonholed than I feel like everyone feels this every year, right? Yeah. They want to, they want somebody that they can't have and then they're upset they can't have it, have them. And so, um, let's, let's, let's keep it like this. Like, um, what, like what party would you say? Well, I'm a I'm a very liberal person. Okay. Yeah, so no, democratic, I'm, liberal. Yeah, I'm libertarian. So. Uh huh. Um, also liberal and libertarian are completely different people, different yeah. things, different thought processes. Um, but in in my perspective, a libertarian versus liberal, they tend to be on the same hue of the ballot. <laughs> I would think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yes. Um. And so. <laughs> In our current ballot, yes. No. No. I'm a libertarian. I'm not a liberal. There's a difference. <laughs> I said there was a difference, but they typically are on the same color of the ballot. No, they're not. Yes. No, they're not, and you're not going to brainwash Jason into voting for Mike Pence or whatever the fuck 
or Joe Biden or whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, you asked me my question, and my answer would be, uh, unfortunately, I have to vote for Joe Biden this year. Okay. Um, because I think third party is a shit option. Um, in our two party system. We don't have a two party system. <laughs> sure he asked me not you I don't, I'm, I'm letting you answer you, you're gonna allow your voice to be recorded too oh, are you doing your voice recording mm-hmm. are you being recorded right now mm-hmm. is she yeah oh. <laughs> good, I'll stop then <laughs> you're good <laughs> are, you um, gonna, are you gonna edit me out do you wanna re-ask that question what are we doing <laughs> might keep it in just because he's just for humor purposes (laughs) (laughs) um so unfortunately i feel like my options are a little bit pigeonholed into an area where i wouldn't necessarily choose this person outside of my only two options are this the reason why i make these decisions is because people can disagree with me that's the that's the disclaimer right I'm, i'm obviously Gaining the permission of other people to disagree with them, and I'm giving the permission to other people that they can disagree with me. I'm not interested in screaming over it, right? But I feel that the person, contrary to Joe Biden, our current president, um, President Donald Trump, is not the best advocate for the people who identify like me, who identify like my family, who identify like the... um people that I consider in my community Um, and the funding, the money, which is usually what the government is supposed to control and divert into different pools of where it's supposed to be used, where it's not supposed to be used, what the level of regulation is going to be based off of who is eligible for that amount. The amount of money that's being diverted away from the things that I care about and towards things I don't care about is pretty high level, you know? Um, And I feel like I'm going to fight with everyone on this topic, honestly, that believes separately from me. But I think that uh, Joe Biden, Vice President Biden, is more likely to try and create a unified nation and that Donald Trump has been more emphatic on dividing the nation. Yeah. And it's more along my personal value system to unify than for a division or a derision to be there. The ways that he speaks, the things that he's done, his actions have caused more division than unification. And in the end, division in a single nation like this is going to cause more harm than good for everyone, regardless of what color on the ballot you are. Um, and so that's my answer. That's a very good answer, actually. <laughs> I know I've already explained it on here that, like, I'm not the most knowledgeable and, like, I'm still, like, a first-time voter for a few things. Like, mm-hmm. I just voted for some stuff just last year. Right. I can't. Remember. The primaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the primaries, essentially. But, um, yeah, and it's, like, getting into it, it's it's a lot, you know, but it's the, it's the right thing to do. It's a good thing to do, mm-hmm. you know. To vote is yeah. important. It's, yeah. And I didn't always think this. I grew up in a cult, so my 
my sensibilities was always aligned with my religious viewpoints. And in my perspective, is like, I, I don't feel like I've done enough work to do enough work here, you yeah. know, uh, to, to, to do something right by this process. Yeah. So I feel like I finally have a little bit more understanding on the process and what's going on that I can make a decision that I feel like I could stand behind yeah. instead of just throwing uh, on the list of, of belief systems being like, okay, uh, check mark, check mark, check mark, only check mark, check mark. So obviously I'm on this side because I believe these three things and disagree on those two things, you know? Um, and the people want to fight people on this. Like they want war, you yeah. know? And I don't think that that's worth our time. It's, it's very similar to the, the, the denominations inside of Christianity, which is the, uh, type of religion that I grew up in denominations were always up at arms with each other like no they don't not, I don't have it right like they're not going yeah. to heaven we're going to heaven we're going to the right yeah. heaven or you know yeah. this is how to get saved this is how to to be a Christian this is how to be a good person yeah. the reality you're all in this under the same yeah. umbrella like you don't, don't know. fight amongst each other yeah. like <laughs> but you will know yeah <laughs> like it, it's it, it's it's stupid it just makes so like so very little sense you're a human being i'm a human being why do we have to find ways to disagree with each other exactly. you know um well because there's there's always going to be a disagreement somewhere yeah, and i know that and yeah. I, I already know that yeah. you know we're, we're, we're not gonna we're never gonna be able to attain perfection we're not gonna be able to live in a perfect world but like there there can come we can i feel like we can all come to a certain sense of understanding mm -hmm. you know where we all agree on something one or another mm -hmm. uh, and even if we don't disagree we're all human beings exactly our job is not to disagree with each other but to preserve our species and move forward as a in, in progression as a single species so anything that is going to threaten our species preservation of, of our own livelihood should probably be secondary to the livelihood that we're supposed to maintain. You have a family, I have a family. If we're going to consider ourselves as good humans, we're going to make sure the decisions that are being made are going to preserve the like the livelihood of both of our families. Yeah. If my decision means you are less of a human, then it's kind of counterproductive to the overall species for me to make any sort of decision or even have the the power to make that decision so yeah but this is coming from a neuroscientist perspective obviously other people have different perspectives based off of their own worldview right yeah. so as a neuroscientist i see ourselves as brains which are animals inside of meat sheaths and our meat sheaths are literally just the translation of stimulus to our brain from the environment and vice versa how our brain wants to interact with the environment um and so because we have this meat sheath <laughs> yeah. this this brain animal inside of us um we have to consider every single one a person as either a part of our environment that we are going to secure and save or part of the thing that we have to protect our environment from you know so if i consider you a threat and I'm going to do everything within my power to make sure you don't enter into my environment. You don't have any control. You don't have any influence. You don't have any power in my environment to cause me discomfort or cause me any harm. 
So I will consider you a subhuman. I'm going to consider you to have no rights. I'm going to make sure that you feel as caged as possible, as belittled as possible. I'm going to put walls up between you and me. I'm going to give you no rights. I'm going to give you no influence. I'm going to give you nothing in my, in my world because I consider you a foe. I consider you a threat to my environment. I consider you a threat to my livelihood, my, me and my family's livelihood. And I'm doing that based off the classification of what? Like, what am I using the classification? If you're a murderer, then sure, fine. Yeah. Go to jail. Remove <laughs> all your rights. Yeah. Do all the other stuff. Are but you if, psychoanalyzing right. me? <laughs> <laughs> but if you are, let's say, part of the LGBTQ community, then what, what real harm are you doing to my environment that I have to now denounce you and put you know put put a barrier between you and i and and like reconfigure this whole world so that you are now considered subhuman so you don't have any power influence over my environment so i feel more control over my stuff so i feel more comfortable and my you know and yeah. so on and so forth another cog in the wheel mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so what about yourself who are you gonna vote for oh joe mm-hmm. that's without question mm-hmm. I don't like Trump as a person. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's it's all about bringing the people together, being a one unified unit. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no need for a wall. There's mm-hmm. like the there's no need for big business in government. And mm-hmm. that's my biggest thing, you know, because when it comes to it's like there's essentially like a way to make money, get ourselves out of debt. And all of that sorts of things, mm-hmm. you know, that's like a big problem and something that we ultimately have to work on. But, you know, we can definitely get through that with everyone working together. And if no one is working together because we're all fighting, mm-hmm. then no work is really ultimately yeah, going to get done. N- there's no work to be done. Yeah. Can't get anything done if we're not actually doing anything. Yeah. Like, Especially with this year alone with like the Black Lives Matter movement and just everyone religiously in their beliefs of who they think should run Mm -hmm. this country where I believe that religion ultimately should stay out of the aspects of politics. But Mm -hmm. we're we're not going to get in that because, you know, we're at 50 minutes now. (laughs) We got five more minutes to cover (laughs) anything. We can always come back and we can go right into that that whole, you know me, I have a qualitative... the religions degree and you can see any one of my i have i have so many theolo- theology books on my credit on my um on my shelf so we can go into that yeah whether or not religion should be a part of somebody's idealism or politics and stuff like that but anyway oh, yeah. i understand what you're saying oh yeah <sighs> it's definitely something we can dive into there's like you know i would love to have everyone on the podcast again at mm-hmm. some point or another or as many times as they want to be on here. Mm-hmm. You know, like my first interview was actually with Ben. Mm. <laughs> it was, it was fun. You mm-hmm. know, Ben has a lot of good opinions, you know, and he's got an interesting thought process. Well, I would like you in the future. It doesn't have to be an immediate future, but I would like you to, I, I challenge you to create a, a structure of questions that you feel like are important and come back with a a, a a couple of questions because I feel like uh, unstructured conversation can dive really deep but structured conversation can almost dive deeper because there's a goal in mind you of know course. um yeah so I challenge you to do that 
and, I, I appreciate and that. we can dive deep into that because I think that there might be some more oh, yeah. that we can uncover doing yeah. that. Like, cause I like this, like since I've, I've started it, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, there's more to it. I'm still trying to learn, mm-hmm. you know, but as I've said before, it's also kind of like a social experiment for myself. And sure. that's why I want to, my buddy's like, I mean, do you really want to go about interviewing people? I said, yeah, because like, mm-hmm. it's also to get myself to open up mm-hmm. in certain situations of being social and, mm-hmm. you know, getting myself to interact with people I haven't often interact with mm-hmm. as well, you know. Well, for the last few minutes, what do you think that, in summary, last question, anything like that, that seems to be on the top of your head? Did you have one? Did I have fun? Of course I did. You know, I think every human being likes the sound of their own voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an exception to that. Yeah. Um, I think that there's a unique opportunity for us to um, to delve a little bit deeper into our friendship and find really that there's a lot more in common than just, you know, a common acquaintance, you know, or common um, friend and that we have things here that makes our friendship stand alone you know and I think that it's worth your time and I say yes it's worth your time because I have I'm so busy I need to schedule you in <laughs> yeah but it's worth your time to drive out here every once in a while and actually partake in our friendship um, and the same with me go over to your home and or kidnap you and go somewhere else again um because it i think it would actually benefit us definitely i don't know however if it would bring any unique perspective in and that's the thing is like bring something new to the table right because i want to hear more about you something that i haven't heard about i want to learn more about you something i haven't learned about it's like that college you know, example, like I don't want to take the same degree over and over again. I want yeah. a new degree. Okay. So give me something new. Let's do something, you okay. know, um, because I'm excited. I like, I love people obviously. And I love you. And I want to, I want to make sure that I'm bringing to the table something new as well. Instead of just, you know, don't be lame. Yeah. No. <laughs> right. No, I completely understand. I appreciate mm-hmm. you for everything. And, you know, being on here. Mm-hmm. What'd um, you learn? I, you know, like, I think I, I kind of learned like some things that maybe I forgot because my memory hasn't been the best. Mm -hmm. I got a refresher course. I got my, I got my general eds done. Mm -hmm. Now we got to come back for, you know, advanced classes. (laughs) Your AP courses. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I appreciate you so much. Um, I do have to go back to work because I am currently on the clock. I appreciate my undisclosed um, position paying me $24 for this Oh, yeah, of course, yes, yes. (laughs) Um, Anyone who's on here will definitely get paid. (laughs) Um, And uh, I will talk to you sometime in the near future. Sounds good. Cool. Thank you for being here. Mm -hmm. All right. In my house. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, that being said, my name is Jason. Um, And my name is Alicia. And this has been Maybe It's Better Off Blank. Um, Go out there, make connections, and tell someone you love them as much as I love you.